All right, welcome back to another episode of the Poker Model Podcast. My name is Greg McAfee, and I'm here with Poker Model co-founder Brett Stokar. Brett, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thanks, Greg. So through over the course of the, our last couple of episodes, guys, we've talked about a bunch of different things, a bunch of different topics. We In episodes one and two, we kind of introduced you to you know what the poker model is all about, how we got founded, what the, the basic idea behind the poker model is, and just kind of a couple of the the products we have in the motion. And from there, we've kind of taken off. We've, we've taught you a bunch of different concepts, um, things that we like to use um, throughout playing poker at tables, whether it's online or live. And tonight we want to talk to you about how we put these concepts, these practices into motion. Um, so Brett, is how, how do you like to practice? How do you like to practice poker before you have money on the line? Is there a certain way you like to kind of go through all of these concepts, kind of get that repetition? Yeah, I think, you know, everyone uh, who's kind of coming up needs a needs an arena to practice in where they're not risking too much of their bankroll and, you know, putting a lot of things at risk. So obviously, like playing in a free roll or just playing, you know, for low stakes, you know, whatever that is for you uh, to practice is always the best way. But I think what's important is we're not just talking about like playing with friends as practice. We're talking about like driving home, you know, professional concepts and learning. And for me, like I want to run drills. Like I don't necessarily, uh, I think it's important and it's good to kind of go through a hand like we do in our blogs and talk through things like that. But when I'm really like honing in and trying to win and learn something, I want to run through, you know, thousands of scenarios really fast. And and I want to get really comfortable with specific parts of a hand rather than trying to kind of grasp a a hand end to end. So I'm more of like a high rep person Mm -hmm. uh, in a small part of the hand, as opposed to like, show me 10 hands and walk me all the way through it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as a basketball fan yourself, um, and this this might give a, a better concept to our, our listeners of how we can um, compare it to another sport, but with for basketball players, um, rather than coming down and running through an entire offensive set, a player could probably pick out a certain piece of that, that play and just practice it over and over and over again rather than going through the whole offensive set and kind of going through that multiple times rather than just picking out one piece of it. Is that correct? Yeah, I'd say it's pretty similar. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the difference between you don't have to necessarily know what the, your center and your shooting guard and your, you know, forwards are doing. If you're mm-hmm. the point guard, like, yeah, of course you have to have a general understanding, but you only really have to practice from where, where you're, you're kind of playing. And I think that's kind of the concept. It's like, where am I sitting? What's my stack? What's my hand? Mm-hmm. What do I do? Uh, and, and looking at it in that type of a way instead of like how's an entire hand look from end to end, you know, based on six different phases that are about to occur. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what, what do you think the, the benefits are of this, this type of practicing, this type of, you know, kind of repetition are? I think, I mean, I know everyone learns different, you know, in their own way. But mm-hmm. for me, it's like when I see this, I see a scenario and I kind of like target important things. You know, and in our case, it's the same idea. It's like sack size, my hand, table position, previous raises. Mm -hmm. So like those four things, I'll see that in a repetition and then I'll make my move and then I'll just, okay, I'll kind of like understand if it was right or wrong and then I move on. Mm -hmm. And if I can just keep looking at those four variables, four variables, you know, over and over and over again, you start to recognize patterns and you start to get confident that, okay, like if I'm sitting in this seat with this stack and this action has occurred, like I'm really going to know what to do you know, regardless of what else is going on, like I, I've, I've kind of developed the intuition that way. Mm-hmm. Whereas 
if I'm sitting in one place and I have to look at, you know, six full phases of a hand with different variables at each phase, I'm rarely going to be in that position where it's kind of clicking. So, so that's what I like to do. I, I, I learn by just seeing the reps over and over again, and then it just kind of like sits with me. And then I'm able to use, you know, what I remember in a game as opposed to having to think, you know, about infinite things that really can't be drilled down that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, with, with so many variables at even, any given stage um, of poker, like the, the six phases that we've, we've talked about in previous episodes, with so many variables at each stage, how would you suggest um, someone who's, who's just getting into poker, who's just learning, kind of going through um, the poker model and learning kind of all the concepts? And with, in poker, there's, there's so many situations that can happen. You're never going to have the same situation, you know, twice, usually. So how would you suggest kind of not getting overwhelmed by all the different variables that are changing hand-to-hand? That's a good question. So basically what we're going to do, and, you know, again, we're going to be coming out with tools that are going to really help you with this. Mm-hmm. We, we need you to get really good at preflop. And what that means is we need you to understand those four specific variables that I've been saying. Mm-hmm. And we need you to practice in, in, you know, early position, late position, middle position. Like we need you to just move your seat around, practice, 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 kind of ask questions and figure out if you're doing what you're doing is right or wrong. Like you need to do that in preflop for a very long time for a lot of reps to feel very comfortable pre-flop. Mm-hmm. So once you have that though, no one can take that away from you. Every poker hand and no one with Texas Hold'em is going to start the same way. Mm-hmm. So you can feel really good. Hey, like deal me any two cards, put me in any seat, give me any stack size and I'm going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. So you won't know how to play a hand all the way to the end, you know, at, at that point, but at least you'll be like, all right, I have pre-flop down. Like I know what's up with pre-flop. And then what we'll do is we'll do a very similar type of drill with the flop, okay, mm-hmm. good, bad, mediocre, seat position, all those things. It's just like another kind of iteration of that type of model of training. Um, and so we just want to drill you on specific things over and over again at each phase. And then at the end, we'll put it all together and you'll be able to sit there and be like, okay, I got this. Mm-hmm. I mean, in your experience, Brett, I mean, you, you're the one that developed this concept. You're the one that developed the poker model and kind of built it from scratch. How would you suggest um, to our listeners to be able to practice this without having money on the line? Or is, is there a certain way that you are able to learn all the concepts of the poker model? Well, again, we're going to be coming out with something that you can use that's mm-hmm. going to kind of help you. Um, we're still a little bit away from that. And, you know, obviously we're going to make that available for free when we have it mm-hmm. uh, to download. And so right now what I would recommend is put yourself in a poker situation, get, you know, get some cards, get some chips, be around with your, your friends, flip your cards over and kind of figure out what you would do in each situation. And honestly, like we're here as a free resource. So mm-hmm. what you do is you say, you know, my hand was ace king. My seat was under the gun. There was no previous action because I was under the gun. Like, what do I do with this chip stack? You send us that question. We're going to tell you a race. Mm-hmm. Now you, you tell me, all right, you're in the small blind. You have this hand. You have this stack. Tell me those four variables from any position. Send it to us in a comment or whatever. And we'll respond with exactly what the poker model would recommend doing. So right now we have to do it this way just to kind of get you get everyone engaged. And then once we come out with the tool that you can use, you can just run it as many times as you want on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Brett, just kind of from your experience, how, how many times does it take or how many hands does it take for, for our listeners to play in order to not, I wouldn't say master it because I don't think anyone can ever master it, but in order to get a, a general understanding of, of how the poker model likes to play, of how our technique can be used. I'd say it's hard to give a specific number of reps that you'll have to run through, but what I can say is 
consistency is key. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we're really excited about is you'll be able to practice, you know, 10, 15, 20 reps in less than five minutes. So what I am saying here is like, maybe you need to do, you know, 10,000 reps to actually get something. But how cool is it that you might be able to do 100 reps in a half hour? Mm -hmm. And so that's the idea. Show us consistency, work through these things, you know, not once and then coming back to it six months later and saying, I didn't get anything, but do a little bit each day, maybe schedule an hour, you know, every week, whatever you have to do. So I think to answer your question, Greg, it's like, keep working at this consistently and you'll see the results. Uh, and, and really everybody learns in a different way, but, but I think the consistency will, will make it so really anyone can learn these, these moves. I mean, Brett, just for you in general, how long did it take you to kind of get a, a, a great handle on the poker model and how you like to play poker when you sit down at a table? I'd say it took me, I'm going to say a couple years mm-hmm. to develop this kind of see the patterns that I saw and then realize what was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to say that, you know, it didn't exist when I, when I was learning it, right? Because I was mm-hmm. kind of figuring out as I went. So if it existed, you know, we have a couple people that are using these, some of the tools that we're going to be putting out soon, and they're seeing, you know, good results. They're, they're better people to kind of, you know, test to see how long it takes because they have it from day one. Yeah. So, you know, it, it would blow my mind if someone's doing this every single day for a month and they don't have it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I really think it's just about, you know, coming back to it and and continuing to practice, but you know, you're going to have to look at 10,000 scenarios Mm -hmm. to have an idea of what's going on, but we want to make that as easy as possible and as fun as possible for you to do that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, part of this concept is kind of being able to put it into practice. So how long would you suggest our, our listeners to, you know, practice these, these small situations before actually plugging it into, you know, full length hands? Well, I think that you need to be, you know, again, you need some sort of feedback. So you mm-hmm. need to know if from, you know, the poker model point of view, if we would say, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. You get a green check. We, you know, if we say, no, like, let's try this instead, that would be a wrong answer. So I think you need to be consistently getting streaks of correct answers to even, you know, start to think that you have it. But again, our, our tools over time are going to show you that. And you're going to be like, all right, I got eight out of 10. I got seven out of 10. And, and you know, that will kind of guide the way for, for how well you know the system. At some point, you know, you'll knock them all out. And you'll be like, okay, I got this. Let me move on to the next one. All right. Well, Brett, that is all we have time for tonight. Um, just to kind of close out this episode of the Poker Model Podcast, is there any tips, tricks that, that you'd like to, to give our listeners um, about practicing and kind of learning the, po- the poker model? Yeah, I, and I think, you know, when you're learning the poker model, and I think this applies to poker in general, but, you know, I don't really want to get into, you know, other people definitely learn in different ways and things mm-hmm. are working. But when it comes to learning the poker model, like, it's just like memorizing a set of rules, really. So you just have to understand that, like, once you have something down and you have it figured out, that's in your toolkit now. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to go to the next thing and you have to learn that. And so we're really trying to kind of, like, take this, you know, emotional uh, feeling, you know, sort of thing that, that comes with poker and just make it more about like, you know, here's, here's kind of like an, I don't want to say, here's more of like an algorithm that works. I know that sounds stupid, but like, we just want to teach you rules and have you execute on them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the biggest tip. The biggest tip is practicing those rules, doing it infinite times, you know, in each specific place. And then later on putting all together, as opposed to, you know, reading a couple of our blog articles and being like, this doesn't make any sense. You know, I've never 
gone through a hand in this way. And, and you know, we understand that. So high reps will, will be probably a better way to learn poker in general than, you know, doing one long hand drawn out with, you know, all this description. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to know that stuff and understand it. And it has to be there. That's why we have our blog. But when we give you this tool to be able to go really fast through these things, I think, you know, people are going to be learning and kind of getting, getting what, I'm, what I'm throwing out there today. All right. Well, thank you for joining us again, Brett, for another episode of the Poker Model Podcast. And guys, if you want to listen to all of our older episodes, you can find them at Anchor, on anchor.fm backslash the the dash poker dash model. Again, that's anchor.fm backslash the dash poker dash model. Or you can find it at our website at, at thepokermodel.com. Um, thanks for joining us again, Brett, and have a nice, have a nice night, guys. Thanks.